Hi, welcome to Human Tech, a podcast about the intersection between humans and technology. I am Guthrie, and I'm here with Susan. And this time we're like literally here. Yeah. So, um, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, and uh, there's been a lot, a lot of stuff has been going on. We've been all over on the road recently. Uh, we were just in the Twin Cities. Um, Susan's had a nice uh, cold cough. Yeah, that's for a week or two. So I didn't think I should hack into the yeah microphone. But it's been too long, so we're like, well, we'll just do it anyways. Even though I'm still kind of coughing. Yeah, so we apologize for that in advance. Um, we're now in L.A. at the moment. We're, we have... Uh, uh, a yeah, the sun is starting to come out. Workshop we're kind of doing. Yeah, it's been kind of a gray day, but I guess the sun's breaking through. Um, so, but we wanted to get uh, a podcast out, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll 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 make up all the ground that we missed. We'll have a, f- a flurry of them. We're o- we'll overwhelm you. Yeah, we'll overwhelm you guys with podcasts. So yeah, sorry about the uh, the delay, and you know, there's there's uh, you know, so on the road, I'm sure the audio quality won't be as good, but it's gonna be fine. Um, so today, uh, the second. Uh, the topic that we're going to cover today is part two of three. Uh, on, really, three? Yeah, I, I, it, I said three on the first one. Oh, so we're okay. Gonna do, we're going to do three. And um, part two of three on education. So that's the, uh, that's the topic. If you recall, we did the first one. Um, it was generally on what makes the best learning. We kind of covered high school. Uh, we covered a little bit on uh, some interesting kind of class structure and learning and um uh you know just general general stuff um but we ran out of time so we said we'd come back to it and we're coming back to it yeah so uh the first part i guess uh section today is going to be generally just in general we'll 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 tie off um, our thoughts about high school, and then we'll move quickly on to college. Do we have more thoughts about high school? Um, just kind of a general. I think I think Education, we should start it. Well, it's for pe- maybe people who hadn't heard the first one or um, who have forgotten the first one. Just kind of a sum up. Well, of... we were talking about the use of technology in the classroom, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, giving giving kids their own laptops or iPads or whatever. And letting them do like self-paced learning. Yes. Well, in what what in our conclusions, I I was for it. You're a big fan. Uh yeah, yeah, a pretty big fan. And um, but we we were not. I was, I was for it too, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Though you had. Although your, I was yeah, had a few reservations. Just, you had reservations. Well, uh, maybe not a few reservations, but I'm very supportive of the teacher relationship and the the I talked about the power of teachers to um, inspire students with their passion about a subject matter yeah so it, they, we we were generally of the consensus that um, there are benefits to actually being in the same place physically at least as, certainly for high school and uh, that uh, you know the, the the idea of twenty kids or twenty or twenty five or thirty kids in a classroom with one teacher for a year um, might work, but people yeah. should experiment with more flexible. All right. Teaching so methods. as we as we talk about you know technology and education, p- 
post high school. This even gets us into the whole idea, even at the high school level. So, you know, and we've, we've mentioned before, I think on the other topic that I have a background in instructional design. So I start getting like, I mean, I really care about this stuff and I start getting very, very excited about how people learn. So there are definitely, you know, when you're learning something, there's def, there are definite advantages at times to learning it with other people, no matter what your age. Hmm. But in general, and there, and there are, wait a minute, so I want to say that in terms of learning things, it can really help to do things together in a group. It can help to do things together co-located physically in the same group. I think a lot of what happens in in education, in, in elementary, in middle school, in high school, in college, has to do not with learning uh, content, not with learning subject matter, but has to do with the social relationships. Sure. <clears throat> but not about learning content, just, just about learning how to get along with other people and yeah. having relationships. So it's in many ways when I look at a school, whether it's a high school or a college, the whole idea seems antiquated. I mean, we've been collecting, first of all, we didn't, all, this is not the way people normally learned or always learned throughout the ages. But we've been doing this method where you get in together in a classroom and you sit and there's a teacher in the front who talks. I mean, that's been going on. And everyone in the room is about the same age. This has been going on for a long time. And it just seems, sometimes I look around, because, you know, I teach college now, right? Yeah. And I look and I stand up there, blah, 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 blah. Actually, I don't. I've, I've been redesigning my classes I teach so that I do very little lecturing. But I think that's still the norm. The teacher's standing up there, blah, 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 blah. The students are sitting there, maybe listening, maybe paying attention, maybe taking notes, probably playing games. And, um, you know, I think to myself, really? Like, like this is, you know... This is how you still get an undergraduate or a graduate education. Like, really? Like we, you know, I, I, I have. Uh, I don't think it was with you, but I've, I have. I think I was in conversation with someone else. I have reimagined this totally. Yeah. So let's. What are your so so? I guess we'll start with elementary, middle school, and high school. Yeah. Uh, which is really primary education. That's that's really, I mean, I know we don't call it that, but that's, you know, we have this idea that every human in the United States um, should have a basic level of, of knowledge and skills. Right. Reading, writing. Uh, Arithmetic. Well, not only that, but, you know, history. 
Sure. Um, government. Certain sort of civic, <clears throat> yes, yes. American history, civic engagement. Uh, the, oh, well, and even in other countries, life you know, skills, their own history. I mean, mu- this, musical we're talent, not the arts. Only country that does this. Uh, yeah, an appreciation of, uh, you know, again. Uh, you Although know, these days, a lot of schools are doing away with the music and the arts. Well, that's complicated. We we did we talked about standardized testing as well in the first episode. Um, and it uh, again, just as a primer, there uh, Bush passed a thing called No Child Left Behind, which sent which oh, is now gone, right? Oh, yeah, it set up accountability standards for states, and there'd be lots of standardized testing on a federal level. Um, but recently, a new change was implemented, which essentially kills No Child Left Behind. The standardized testing remains, but what happens once you receive those scores is completely up to the states. So no longer are there mandates about any of that, and um, you know, teachers, you know, so if the so if the states say, actually, we don't care, you know, we're gonna give bonuses to whatever teacher does the worst on their standardized tests instead of the best. I don't think anybody's doing that. I'm just saying, right? So so they they can do that, right? So that they so that the teeth of it is essentially gone, um, and there has been. People do not. There, there, are, there, there was a swing for standardized testing, and now it kind of feels like it's swinging back, as teachers feel like you know now they're just robots having to you know pump their kids full of this stuff for the test day, but they're not. The kids aren't really learning, and no one has any fun. And it's just not. Okay, but you were, got, you were about to ask me a question. So, oh well, I was just I was just trying to to to, to kind of tie together our high school talk with all right, so. You know what's the goal of K K twelve? Well, let's just ask me a small question. Why don't you? Well, what is the goal of K twelve? Well, yeah, because I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, I think ask that, you a follow up. That's a actually a really good question, and that's a problematic question. Right, and, and I would I, say I, the answer is to assimil- assimilate to some sort of classic American culture to uh, learn how to read, learn how to write. Learn. Some people say it's to prepare you for a job. Some people say it's to provide a no, foundation of content. Okay. Some people yeah. say it's to, it's to um, uh, provide you with the skills to think critically. So that, you know, because in these days you can look up any content you want. Right. So it's not about content; it, it's about the ability to think. It certainly critically. depends on the school, um, right? There, you know, it has to you know teach you how to learn, teach you how to behave in theory, right? You have to you learn know, how to get along with others, learn how to follow the rules. Learn, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess I would. I mean, I so I don't know that. The, I think these days in the U.S., in my opinion, there's way too much emphasis on. Um, preparing people for a job and and it's almost because it's i mean look of course i want people to be able to get a job but it's almost like to me um we expect students at the age of 18 or 19 to know what they want to do in terms of work and career for the rest of their lives and i think that's unrealistic well okay and i also think that we become schools become you know it's just like uh what the the I don't know. The companies need them to have certain companies need them to have certain skills. Therefore, we're going to push those skills. So you have a totally different opinion than what I believe. Which I, is what? I don't think schools prepare you for jobs at all. Now I should say that you live in Wisconsin, 
Wisconsin is based on the German model of education. The German model does put a, an emphasis on deciding what you're going to do young. But I, I, so I think if schools were actually focused on getting people jobs, you'd have welding in the morning, there'd be electrical I, studies. I didn't say they were good at Programming. It. I wouldn't say they were good at getting training people to get jobs. I just think that that's a push, that there are people oh. who say that that's what the school should be doing. And the schools will tell you. Oh. But you're right, at least in Wisconsin. I mean, I know in, in our local school, you well, know, they will tell you that. No, they, they say that. But like but they 80%. Don't do it. You're, like, there's, like, they still teach everyone Shakespeare. There's no job in America that requires you to really know Shakespeare. That's a cultural bonding. I'm sure there must be some job that requires you to know Shakespeare, isn't there? No, there's not. There's, a, there's jobs that require you to understand Western civilization and culture, perhaps, in the marketing world. So I guess maybe that, right? But, like, so if you're talking about the skills you need for a job, okay, you need to learn accounting. You need to learn um, how to oh, minor economics, negotiating tactics. Um, there, are com- there are, you know, com- obviously reading and writing. No, right. by accounting, I mean like you know, like basic addition ways to. Do you think that they save that money. we should be? Do you think the the you know K twelve education should be about getting to get setting people up so that when they graduate from high school, they are prepared to enter the workforce? No, I think I think. Um, Do you think like uh, as Bernie Sanders, I think it is, says that. You know, a, a, a college, edu- or at least some post-secondary, you know, like maybe a, a technical college or a two-year college. Well, we're getting to colleges. <clears throat> no, but do you think that that's, the assumption is that, uh, of course, it's necessary that people get more schooling after high school in order to be able to I think go out there and get that schools should be more flexible. So, um so I think I think right now schools try to do a little bit of everything, and in doing so, they kind of f- fail at everything. They don't do anything well. They don't do anything well. So, for example, uh, you know, growing up, our school did have like a shop class, right, where you could learn tools of the trade, welding, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, like you know, like you're not really going to learn that much, and maybe it kind of works, and but it's, you know, only a couple kids really do it. Yeah. You know, you could take programming, but it wasn't like you'd really learn yeah, programming. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd kind of get, yeah. like, a, kind of the basics. Um, so so I think I think what would, in my opinion, what would be best is that you have a general track, um, and you, you so you have a basic track. And the basic track... Because I, th- I think um, cultural assimilation is an important part of the American school system. Okay. So I think there is a certain level of, of you know, like it or not, that's that's kind of what it does, right? It of mix, history and literature. mixes everything, everyone together, yeah. And you, you give them a, a basic foundation. I think learning how to read is important. Mathematics is important. And then once you learn kind of those those basic things, and maybe you do that all before high school, then once you hit high school, um, you can specialize. So if uh, so, you have the technical track, which is um, welding, uh, electrician work, plumbing work, um, it, and like skills that actually would be desirable uh, once you 
once you finish high school, you know, so because because we, for example, in the United States, we have a severe shortage of welders. That's that's just that's just how it is. Um, so but you're going back to well, first of all, we need to get back to talking about technology in this. But <clears throat> you're going you're going back to this idea that by the time someone is in their, you know, first, second year of just, high school, no, they saying, should be specializing. No, in. I'm just saying that's there should be a, that should be a track. But you could also have a general track. But isn't that just the same as when I was growing up? When I was in high school, just a few years ago, um, there was the, that was a joke, there was the college-bound track, and then there was the vocational track. I think that still should be the case. And, and so you, but then what you're saying is that there, this, because right now we have this thing, this idea, I think, which is that a lot of people should be going to college, whether it's technical college, two-year college, or four-year. And you're saying, no, there's a whole, whole bunch of people that, because there's a lot of people that don't go to college. And actually, in our economy right now, what is it, 70, 80% of the jobs do not actually require a college degree. Yeah, I think I think only 30% 30 to 40% of Americans have post-secondary graduation. And a lot of jobs, uh, contrary to what people may believe, there are a lot of jobs now. I'm not saying they're great jobs or wonderful jobs or high-paying jobs. But a lot of jobs don't require a college degree. And, and no. And so I are should, you saying that... And I that, should say no. But again, I should say there, there are quality, well-paying jobs. So, for example, right. when I graduated college, which was right in the middle of the recession, I should say... Um, I got a job at a, at a logistics company right out of college. I was an econ major, right? So I'm not even like an English major. Um, and I, I got a job. It paid, you know, about $36,000 a year, which, you know, is not a lot, but it's not terrible for your first job out of college, um, especially for my age group and in, and in, in, the, know, recession. in the middle of the, of the, of the Great Recession. Um, you know, that equates to about $16 an hour, roughly. Um uh, but if if instead of being an econ major, I had become a welder, you know, welders can easily make $25 an hour. So, you know, so I potentially in the short run, I could have made more money not going to college. Now, in the long run, okay, I then went to law school. And so, you know, even so right now, I'm still making less than if I hadn't gone. But over the years, my earning potential is much higher so mm-hmm. right so so whereas you know there's only so much money you can make as a welder so it, you can get good quality pay without okay, going to college you, but, but if you want to hit the home run but you're going back to tying to tying the purpose of education to getting a job and that's something that i i question i continue to question i think if you're going to be a welder a plumber a lawyer a doctor, uh, a programmer. I think there's a, a set of skills you need to learn. I mean, I so I I think an apprenticeship model after school, which some countries do, is uh, possibly a much better way to go. And so that everyone gets a basic education in 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 the in basic skills and in their culture and their history 
as well as world culture and world history. And then there's a point at which, and it might not be, I mean, maybe it's earlier than when we normally graduate people from high school, or maybe it's later. There's a point at which then you you choose to to uh, learn a real skill. Maybe that happens in school, but you stop the general education and then you 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 know learn the skills to be a programmer or a plumber or whatever. So I okay, so I But I don't think the role of no, I don't think the role of high school is to prepare people for a job. Um no, well okay, but I think it's to prepare people. I don't think I don't think that the role of of high school is to prepare someone for a job, but I think the role of high school is to prepare someone for life. And well, I think we, they do a uh, very poor job. Of I doing agree that. with that. I agree with that. So and and you could so does it matter then that you could use technology to do this? Yeah, we're we're getting there. Don't don't worry. All right. I'm good. So right. okay, so let me ask the question that I wanted to ask you is how is college different from high school? Are the goals different? What's the what what is oh, these are big philosophical questions you're making you me. You can think just about. say yes or no. What was the question? Is College or how is college different from college? High school definitely different from the goal of college. I think is very different from the high school. Well, um, and I think this is changing. This is the part that's changing. There's lots of things, and this is where right. technology is changing it. On the one hand, you could say the goal of college is is to get is to learn more and to get even more right. You major in business, you major in economics, you major in psychology or whatever. So now you really are starting to, con- I mean, you still have to take general courses, but you're starting to concentrate on a body of knowledge. Um, so some people think that that's the role of college. I think, and I think, and, and if that is what you're trying to do, you know, if you want to become a nurse or you want to become a, a therapist or you want to become, you know, a, a Russian translator, that's the kind of stuff that I think you could learn most of that, you know, self-paced and on your own. Um, I think the main role of college is uh, it's a rite of passage. It's a place to get away from home, find out who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this in-between period between being a kid at home and being adult in the world. And, uh, you know, I think we, I think those two things then become confused. And I think as we move forward and we have people, you know, there's a lot of young people now who, uh, not a lot, but there's some young people now who are saying, forget it, I don't need college, I can, you know, I want to be a programmer, I can learn these programming skills on my own, online. now I think we're getting the the separation between people who just want to learn the skills and are going to get their degree online, uh, versus people who are out for the um, you know after college uh, growing up experience. Right. And if you're really wealthy, apparently, which you know I don't know about this firsthand because I'm not that wealthy. There are people who now. Before you go to college, you have a gap year. Do you know about this? Well, that's very common in Europe. It is? 
Yeah, the it's yeah. really without yeah, yeah, being yeah, yeah, yeah. extremely oh, wealthy, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. that. That's this is this is the classic year. Because the only play time I've heard about in the U.S. is people who are yeah, really wealthy. Before you go to, you take a year and you uh, do you, you, you travel, you, you volunteer, Europe. or sometimes you it's volunteer your, in another country. Yeah, and very uh, very very common across the pond. I think over here you only do that if you're wealthy because who's going to fund that? Right? Well, it's a lot easier when you're living in the Netherlands and college is basically free. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, okay, so the so here's okay, so so here is my You want to see you want to know my 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 vision? Yeah, but just actually before uh let me you could I'm going to I'm going to talk about what I think should be happening now. Okay, and then you can talk about your vision. All right, go ahead. Because I should say, because I think I, I think I, maybe have come across, perhaps differently. But I think maybe it felt feels like I'm totally changing everything, or what that's what I want, and I don't think that's entirely true. I think they just need to change some of the pr- tweak tweaking, rather than completely changing it. And mm-hmm. I should say that I went to the University of Wisconsin, and everyone at Wisconsin they graduate. With a degree in, in like it's like gen, it's like liberal arts. No, don't they have? Can't you get a college? You get it's the College of Letters and Sciences. No, but other people can get. You can get a degree in engineering. You can get a degree in business, and that's that. The College of Engineering, the College of. But business. those are those are the definitely. But um, um, philosophy. Yeah, psychology, economics, psychology, art. These uh, are all the in sciences. this. It's all you could all get the same degree. Yeah. Yeah, biology, chemistry. Yeah, yeah, the only yeah. ones that are different are again, um, it's like engineering, um, it's like pharmacy, dance. There's just a, there's a couple side products. Arts. Yeah, that they have their own. But that's very common. Uh, so, so okay, okay. So then you then you have your major, right? Inside, yeah. Yeah, but in so at least at Wisconsin, and Wisconsin does this a lot more than other schools. Um, I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you need. I thought it was 86 credits to graduate, but I could be mixing it up with okay, Loyola. Okay, anyway, you need a bunch of credits. But let's assume let's assume that it's about that it's about you need about 90 credits to graduate. Okay. Um 60 are are general study requirements. 60 are not in your major. 60 are not in your major. Most of the courses are not in your major. Yeah, so two-thirds of everything you take you have to take a little history, um, and the only thing you get to choose is you you choose between getting a bachelor of arts, in which you take more literature classes and more, more writing, or bachelor of science, where you take more math classes and or more, more social science art. classes too. Yeah, yeah, and and so then every class has a has you know a, a designation, and then you just have to fill all your check marks yeah. to get your general degree, and right. then but but then you have to do the and then you get thirty electives, right? And those electives you put towards your major, right? And then so so I got a major in economics and international studies. And this is very common at schools in the U.S. Yes, I'm not saying it's uncommon. I'm just saying I think the proportion is higher at Madison. So so basically, okay. your major is only a third of a small part of college, and two thirds of all the classes you take else. is everything else. And I th- and I actually and I, I I should really say I'm very pro that. I took some very engaging classes I never would have taken. I feel like I'm a better, more rounded person because of it. And I think that's the goal uh, when they have a liberal arts college like that is to create not only is to create smart, well-rounded people 
who are talented in, in many different ways and are socially inept. Adept. Inept? No, no, you not said inept. inept. You said inept. <laughs> Did they do a good job at socially, making you socially inept? No, I, wasn't, or you socially I wasn't an English inept? major, so. Were you socially inept when you arrived? Mm, maybe. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's my vision. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I'll do it really fast. Okay. So, um, K through 8 uh, is just is your basics, okay? Okay. Reading, lots of math, um, some American history stuff. Some world history. Some world history. Uh, lots of focus on teams and learning and getting along and learning about diversity. Um, I like to sprinkle in uh, gym and art because I think those are important life skills. Music. I mean, yeah, music. Right. Yeah, just just a basically movement. Yeah, yeah a, a way well a way to express yourself and as a person. Okay. Which I think is important, and there are many ways to do that. Yeah. And then and then once you get to high school, I think um, uh, that it should be cut into thirds. Okay. One third. Is what is what we is the general study traditional classes that we have, that bring up more mature topics, okay. So for example, um, like maybe maybe like a history class, but a history class that deals with um, some of the tougher issues in history. Colonization. Colonization. World War Two. Uh, you know, maybe a deeper dive into slavery and racism, yeah. civil rights movement. Okay. Okay, so so something where now you're a little more mature, you, you really kind of understand these issues a little bit more, and and high schoolers can flex their wings. Um, you know, you could take maybe a more advanced math class, like calculus, for example. Okay, yeah. um, and then and then you know, I'm not even opposed to an advanced English class what about for everyone. Science? Uh, sure. I think you need lots of science. I'm I, big on I science. think I think you need a lot of science too, but it, I think you'd have to maybe. Um, just in the way you might do like a general American history, you might do a general um, advanced sciences class. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So you think everything is general. There's not a specialization. No, I, that, that's one third. Oh, one third yeah. is general. Yeah. Okay. And so all the kids do that one third. Okay. okay. All right. The next third. The next third. Is life skills. Yeah. Which is there's a paucity. There's it doesn't exist. Skills. It doesn't. And they don't teach it in high school, at least at least in most high schools. So life skills. Okay. Yeah. Um, sex ed, yeah, which is not reproductive education, no, but is about you know consent and how adults have sex and why yeah. sex in society that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, the next would be entrepreneurship. How to think and be an entrepreneur. Uh huh. I think that's an incredibly important skill that people just don't know. Yeah. Um, and how to uh, use your um, passion and motivation and turn it into uh, manifest it in real life okay um, along with entrepreneurial it could be in the same class or maybe a slightly different class is um, uh, like intro to the American job market how how does employment in the United States work how do resumes work um, interviews interviews how to, how to negotiate um, the fact that you can negotiate salaries. your salary with an employer is no something one no one knows. I think it's just like it's just not told, okay. or not. How do you expect? Like uh, another thing, uh, what do you tip people? What are the social norms and customs in the United what, what States? What about cooking? 
Uh, you, you could do, um, uh, you could have another one. Uh, I wouldn't just, just say cooking, but you could call it home life skills. I'm fine with that. Cleaning? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, just, you know, um, uh, some general cooking Money. techniques. Yes, that's the big one, right? Investing. How to budget, um, what to do retirement. if you have extra money, uh, what are some of the, you know, yeah, retirement, uh, how, how loans work. That's yeah, something people just have money. no idea, right? Like Interest a car loan. Rates. Like you will need, um, you know, how, how do you apply money for a down. credit card? Okay, they're like just like basic life skills, okay? So, um, okay. what about, wait. What happens wh- when your toilet breaks? What about, um, what about, I mean, you know, there's sports and there's gym. What about like. Voting? How do you vote? How do you register about, to vote? What uh, about meditating? Mindfulness meditation. Well, or... if you're going to some sort of hippie California class. No, no I, I'm just I talking about dealing with stress. No, but yes, healthy. yes, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, so me- mental health would certainly be a part of that. Uh, how to stay. I mean, I don't know specifically about meditation, but for sure, for sure, how to deal with depression, how to talk depression, about problems stress, you have, how, uh, to, how to deal with bullying or how to deal with. Um, adversaries in your life I think that I would like be very school. and then and then also coupled with that that's mental health but also physical health yeah. um, how to stretch uh, how to stay active and healthy how to yeah, avoid injury in particular sport yeah uh, how to you know so so for example how to maybe like weight you know you don't have to like go through it all but just like just general tips right so like when you're weightlifting right make sure you keep you know, make sure if you're feeling if it's if it's hurting in a certain way, right? Don't don't do that. This is what yeah, it's so, this is what it's so like when physical you physical skills, not because you're on a sports team, but for you to yeah to, to be to, able to do it. It's a life skill life. to stay active and healthy. Um, okay, so that's one third, and I think that third is horribly missing from the school education system. And I think most of those you could do by being very nonpartisan. Because some this of the stuff going to be very controversial. The sex ed stuff is partisan, and so this you could fight that. Be very but I don't see like who was like, oh, we can't teach kids entrepreneurship in high school. It's going to be very controversial. Okay, so that's the that's the one third that I think is missing right, and what's really help. That stuff that's information that would stick with kids. And then the last third is specialization. So if you really like. Um, right, math and science and, and programming. Yeah, you take Calc B and you take or your, your yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna take you're gonna take advanced play, you know, uh, advanced music theory. You're gonna take uh, you know programming and JavaScript, and you know. All right. If one subscribed to your your third third third. Yes. I have now. I have some questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one one last thing. What the goal at the end yeah. of high school then? Yeah is for everyone to have a basic minimum level of education and cultural kind of blending, right? Yeah. You've kind of learned how to be generally a person in society. Yeah. Have uh, allow the kids who have a passion in a certain field to explore that passion and get ahead as they move forward to their next steps, probably yeah. college. And to um, then, the, for the last third, to give uh, people, the kids who graduate, general life skills so that they can be more successful in their general lives. Things that will actually help them save right, money so, and make money. All right, so question for you. And be healthy. Would you do this then in um, in a classroom setting? Or can we do self-paced learning? Or, or where does technology fit with this? 
I don't know. I I think I think there are huge opportunities for self-paced learning, that kind of stuff. But um, I, 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 I don't I don't know how to. I'm I'm not the person to ask to how to best get the best results from kids. I bet you that if you were a brilliant teacher and you were given the task of teaching a bunch of high schoolers entrepreneurship, there are some really great places you could take that that don't involve a textbook. Um, right, like that 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 can be hands-on, engaging, and working with other people and. You know stuff that happens in in business every single day, and I think those are really valuable skills. But I don't. I'm. I. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good enough to to really know. I worry that sometimes that you know because we have people who are teachers, right, and that's what they do. And and that means I'm talking about either, either at the high school or the or any level. Mm-hmm. Uh, primary school through high school through college I worry that that the stuff that the kids are learning in in schools are not is not the stuff they need when they get out you know that they're learning it they're learning um, let me give you an example I'm teaching a class right now called uh, special topics and interface design to students at University of Wisconsin. Collegiate level. College level. This is These are juniors and seniors. And in that class, we're doing things like, you know, uh, talking about the design of augmented reality and uh, wearable devices and e-learning and just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And these are kids who are getting a degree basically in human-computer interaction undergraduate degree which is unusual to get an undergraduate degree in that but most of their education and I'm not putting down uh, University of Wisconsin the program that that I teach in at all but most of their education in this field is not in things like virtual reality augmented reality they're mainly learning stuff that's being taught to them by professors who themselves have not been in the classroom or out in the world doing programming or tech- technical stuff for a long time. Right. And, the, and, and this is true in all departments, right? You've got these teachers who don't have time to go learn about the new stuff the new programming language or the new science or, or the new or anything. the way Teams program with GitHub and... Well, I mean, they, you know, we uh, they might know, we do, we do teach Agile and things like that. But yeah, there's like the... Boots on the ground kind of stuff. It's, it's just that, if especially if you're talking about technology and science and probably, and, and even other fields like art, you know, it's changing so fast... I, I just worry the whole model that whole model they're not able to get the latest they're not getting what they should be getting you know so that's my concern is that the mo- this model where you've got professional teachers who then don't you know just get older and there's this bigger and bigger wide and because the pace 
of change is so fast now, right? Um, you know, 30 years, if your knowledge was from 30 years ago, if you went to college or you were out working in yeah. the world 30 years ago, you don't have the the new knowledge. So I, I just well, was very concerned for about this. reading and for teaching it calculus. Is. And it in is. theory, you're a teacher. And the basics you of chemistry. The, you continue to learn. And I mean, I'm sure the good teachers are up on the latest. They're trying to be, but I don't think they're, I don't think, I don't, I mean, you're so busy. How could you possibly right. be up on it? So I think we have a real problem. When it comes to the, some of the functional stuff. And, and in some in some ways, technology can't help because if you spend, I mean, if you're going to have if you're going to have a self-paced course in programming, well, let's talk about this because, for instance, you're right now you're doing a tutorial. Yeah, I'm doing. A, you're doing a self-paced tutorial. JavaScript on, tutorial yeah. on my phone that I do while I'm on an airplane because it's offline and it's really fun. I like to learn JavaScript. So, who created that? And is that is that modern? Is that relevant? Is that up to date? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, well, here's well, so so that's I mean okay. So let's get. We, we I mean, are you learning old JavaScript? Are you so there's well yeah. okay. So there there is no such thing. There so there are certain. So first of all, I'm using I'm doing the Learn JavaScript, which is um, the JavaScript tutorial uh, by uh, one second Solo Learn. Solo Learn. Yeah, they have a, they have a bunch of different languages. Yeah, but here's the thing, I'm right. I'm going. I'm still in the basic section, and I have a. I did take Java in college. I have a. I've coded um, many you know things in PHP. I have a functional knowledge of Java. I am no by no means an expert and that's why I'm trying to learn more, especially modern programming tips. And the, the, I mean, the dirty secret about programming is that, especially with JavaScript, there's no right or wrong way to code. There are maybe sloppier and more efficient ways, but when you look at like JavaScript, so right now JavaScript is exploding as a language, and you're getting um, all these different variations. So you have, right, Node.js for for coding on the back end. You have, um, it, it's called. Uh, oh my god, I can't even remember. I want to call it Agile, but it's not Agile because that's um, that's a that's like a, a structural thing. This is this is a language thing. Um, uh, it starts with an A. I can't remember it. Uh, then you have um, we, uh, you know, function um, like function only. I'm doing. I'm reading some stuff on just programming with just with uh, you know functional design as opposed to like object oriented. And then there's there's like stuff like Elm, E L M, which is a version of programming JavaScript that doesn't require the same amount of actual like semicolons and stuff. It's it's much more freeform. Okay, so all right now now it's now, complicated, and this is probably why we're gonna have to go go to you know three three episodes because I now I want we could get off on talking about we could go off on a tangent. Which I think people is, who know JavaScript, which I'm, is a very I'm trying to learn it better important tangent, because it seems to me that if you're gonna learn something like a programming skill, you you want to learn how to program or do anything with you you want to be a graphic designer you, you know anything that's oh, yeah. you want to be an interaction designer um 
you need a, you need some basic skills and knowledge. Yeah, like but then, if, you know, if statements. But you could learn a lot variables. of that self-placed and on your own. Absolutely. Uh, and maybe with a mentor for when you get yeah, stuck. You don't, you don't this... need a 30- or 10-year professor to teach you what like a, no. like a while loop does. And, and, and what you need is some interesting hands-on projects eventually and real projects. You know, so then you need to start working with a team because that's what you do in real life. You know, you and so it'd be great if you could get put on projects with other people mm-hmm. at your level plus yeah, people at right. more experienced levels. Right. And then, of course, you're going to, because you also then need to learn what's called the soft skills. And maybe college is a good place to learn the soft skills, how to make a presentation um, and, you know, the, uh, that how project management, right? So... It just seems like there are much better, faster, better ways to learn how to be a programmer than necessarily going to college. I will say, though, the one thing that teachers can provide is they can provide um, nuance and depth that you wouldn't otherwise get. So, for example, when I was in high school, um, I learned C+. That was the programming language that I started with. Yeah. And um, I, I have you... Co- ever coded with C plus? I mean, you used to code. With I me. have coded with actually what would be some of the precursors Cursors. to C plus. Yeah. Is that so? Um, I I don't. Let's not. I don't. I don't. Basic. Wanna, I don't want to even age okay. myself. Anyways. Let's just not even. Go so there. right, and so, um, that's great. You have to be the most. If you're making a modern, you know, website app, you're not touching C plus. You're dealing with much higher level languages that are so forgiving, right? So like, um, you know, so like it, JavaScript, right? You set up your your kind of, or, or even Java, right? You set up your app. Um, I mean, you just, or like, you know, JavaScript or PHP, you just, just declare a variable and okay. it's whatever you want. Okay. But, but, but having to start with that give you an understanding of where uh, it comes I from understand. and like, All right. All right. look how far we've come. I understand and, that. I understand that. And this that. is what, what's happening on a deeper when, level. When, okay, this is why it, it might be useful to do long division by hand. Correct. To this understand, is why, to understand what, what division, division really is. is. Yeah. This is why when I was, when I was learning statistics, <laughs> um, I, we learned how to do an analysis of variance ANOVA, um, there was a little program little, we could run yeah. that throw the numbers in and it'll give you the, gives you the data. But we learned to do it by hand. And, and because that, because we did that, you know, I have a deep innate understanding of what variance is. Right. And and what it means and why it's important and all of that, By which way, I would not have gotten. My statistics class in college, we calculators were not allowed except for simple ones to do like square well, roots. Well, good because that's so uh, we we did the same. That's thing. what you want to do. Um, no slide rules though. Oh, slide rules is so much fun, but 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 so 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 that's that's useful. However. And I and, and I agree with you on that. However, are we not headed to a place? You know where I'm going with this. Are we not headed to a place where humans are not going to be programming? 
Right, right. We're we're gonna continue to move higher up. You'll have um, deep. I mean, I remember I knew people who did machine uh, language programming back in the day, and now nobody does that, right? So, aren't we gonna get to the point where the robots are are you know there's robot algorithms they are doing the programming and and we're doing you know some basic design stuff we might even get to the point where we're not even doing basic design but let's just say that you know we we are designing and then somebody else is writing the code and so we don't need humans writing code should we be preparing all these generations of people to keep writing code if and are we preparing people for what happens after that and how close is that anyway um so uh, close um there's so okay so so basically every generation of code of programming language moves takes some of the dirt and grit and and, 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 and auto, automates it in some way, not necessarily robots. So but if you think of Steve the, of the Woz, Steve Wozniak, when you were, yeah. when he was writing the original um, soft system. operating system for for the original Macs, he wrote the entire thing in binary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you imagine writing a a website and writing it entirely in binary? I mean, that's just gives you a little different idea of it's the unreal. definition of real, doesn't it? Unreal. Okay, so so to move there and then just to move to ASCII characters is a it's big, a big deal. deal. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, and then you know instead of having to uh, you have then you have certain modules that will automate the input and output of things. You know, so when yeah, I when absolutely. I started C plus like just like just outputting to a screen. Just writing text to a screen was no simple thing. And so then you move up another level, right? So you have Java, and you right, you can just simply Hey, I was learning this stuff console. when there was not a standard operating system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we just, just the idea of an operating system, system that you can write code on. Huge thing. Right, right, right. Because we used to not have that. So, okay. yeah. So, well, so hold we on, keep, hold on. Yeah. And so then the next level is you have modern uh, languages in which you don't need to declare class variables, right? It's just a variable. Like PHP, it can be a string or it can be a number. It doesn't care. It'll handle that all for you. Right. Okay? So then you have something like Elm, all right? So I'm, I'm showing you what Elm looks like. And okay. our listeners at home cannot see this. Right. So this is so this is a this is a this is like a hello world. Yeah. Okay. The only thing here's how you have to um, declare. The, here's what you have to write. Yeah. To have a uh, in Elm to have a hello world. What? Greeting. Equals and in quotes, hello world. Period. Okay. That's it. That's the syntax. That's that, that's the syntax. Syntax, right? Yeah. There's no um, semicolons. There's yeah. no nothing. Greeting. It understands it's a do variable. It automatically generates that variable. Hello world. It understands it's a string because it's in yeah. quotes and it creates that string for you. It is ridiculously simple and in a much more English-speaking language. So this is kind of going to be the next thing. So that's part one. Part two is that you have um, artificial uh, the deep learning places, right? Right, right. That can automatically generate code. And it will start with automatically finding errors and finding ways to make code run more efficiently, right? So it sees that you have a bunch of if, you know, like else if statements. Yeah. Right? It looks at that. It can kind of guess that you, here's what you're trying to output and it will 
rearrange the whole thing more efficiently for you. Yeah. That's going to be the first step. And then the next step is telling the code, hey, um, I want to um, make a function that every time uh, I press a button, it'll automatically add two points to the score. Right? And the, and the, and the, and the artificial language will generate that for you. Yeah, I mean, I so, could, I mean, I'm imagining, okay, here's what I'm imagining. But someone has to write that, so there is a... Here's what I'm imagining, <laughs> that, yeah, but that's a small number of people that exactly. have to write that. Right. If then there's other... I'm who's, imagine, doing, who's doing I'm ANOVAs by hand? I'm imagining uh, just, you know, uh, asking for something with voice, not on a screen, um, you know, or saying... Hey, here's a bunch of numbers, and then, and based on the here's a bunch of you know I'm I'm imagining telling the computer here's the sales data for uh, all the shoe lines. That's what I just gave you, and then the 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 robot computer whatever says back to me, uh, you know, what do, what do you want to know? Right. I mean, right? So I don't have to, I don't have to have anyone create reports. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't just, have, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, I, hey, uh, can you t- tell tell me if there was any kind of correlation between last year's brown shoes numbers and the weather outside? Yeah, or is there right? Or is there any difference? You know, any 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 obvious differences? You know, what's different from last year to this year? And and the computer will figure out. You know, and right. say, well, you might want to look at, you know, there's been an increase in this, there's been a decrease in this, that that's all done. I mean, am I crazy, or is that? You, you, and you, how how far out are we? And that that is happening without needing, you know, this whole this whole army of people to program. Okay, now we want a report that shows this, and now we want. We want to create a screen, just just the screen idea, okay? You know, if we're talking to computers instead of the screen, you know, so it, all this creating of forms. That's we input your name. That's right. Everyone working in an office. Your, no, your jobs I, are are leaving. <laughs> They're going away I, forever. I, uh, you know, if if I were talking to, and maybe, I mean, I guess I am talking to young people who are getting degrees in technology. I would tell them to, uh, you know, work on some of this, the machine learning, or work on some of the, I mean, go do VR and AR. I mean, augmented reality and virtual reality, you know, that's the, because I honestly think this whole world we have uh, where we spend a lot of time figuring out how to design screens and how to design a website um i think that because you know i think you you may not agree but i think screens i i just think that's not that's not where i think you're right but we we still got 15 years of gravy so get it get it while it's good um my my general thought is that i think you are you are right that some of the stuff will go away. I think there's still a place for, like you said, 
learning to do some of it by hand the old-fashioned way just so you have a, some understanding of how coding Here, works all right but, to, to, but then you know but it's all about the proportions and the all teacher right so we we went off on yeah. we went off on a yeah, tangent off. which we're gonna have to do another episode just on the future of programming perhaps but i want to go come back to education here's here what i'm not a good enough programmer i just don't know enough but we can invite someone on Ooh, like the future of javascript or the where the no the, just the future the, the of programming winning, that's always that's always uh that's super hot like what's going to be the winning programming language or is there gonna or 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 what i want Hey, guys, if you know anyone who would be good to bring on to talk about this idea that maybe in the future the humans aren't doing the programming, I would like to bring that person on. Let me know who that is. If you're that person, contact us. All right, to bring it to, to we, we got to wrap this up, and I want to bring this back to education. You want to know my vision? Yeah, yeah, give me your uh, K-12 and then and then. I loved college. your I loved your third, third, third. I'm on, I am on board. Nice. The biggest problem I see with it, we can't get people to agree whether to have art or to teach evolution. I mean, we're so not to the point where we could get anyone to agree to third, 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 I don't think. Because we're, and you know, we have this whole local school control. I, I just can't imagine that we would get agreement on that. But mm-hmm. I like it. If I, well, uh, if we're the, talking the nice vision, thing is you can teach evolution and art. I would like the third, third, third. But, I would like to use computers and technology to do as much self-paced learning as possible. I think students should be able to move through the curriculum at their own rate. I think they need inspiring, passionate teachers to guide them. Um, I think when you graduate from that you know, high school level, as we would call it, um, I think that uh, this idea that everyone should go to college, or if you don't go to college, then somehow you're weird, or if you don't go to college, then you're gonna end up in a, either doing a, you know, being, uh, uh, being stuck in retail, uh, you know, working at a restaurant, or you're gonna, you know, you have to be in the trades. I think we gotta get rid of that, and I think we already are, but I think students need, I think when you graduate from high school, some people need, um, a group social connection. So uh, my vision is you have these places where young people go to live that's not super expensive, that's kind of communal, like a colleges, like a dorm, and then they go to these communal spaces to learn, like their self-paced work, like um, cooperative, you know how there's cooperative workspaces mm-hmm. where you can go and do your work and with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of like you've told me about you know library the the library at UW right, right that yeah. that was the study place Helen C White <clears throat> shout out so that you would have these places that students could go to either work collaboratively on a project or just to go I'm working on my JavaScript but I don't want to do it alone in the living room at my parents' house. So I've moved into a dormitory area. I go to the collaborative space to do my learning so that there is a place for people. You know what you've just described? No. Guilds. Guilds? Yeah. Well, but I don't... A little bit. I I mean, mean, but this is even before people have chosen what they want to do. I think it's college without the classes. (laughs) I think you need college with individualized learning online colleges would be fine. It's like, it's, I think, you know, 
I've worked with some online colleges. I think they need, I think you need kind of like an online college, but a physical place. It's like a retirement home for like 21 year olds. It's just college without the classes. Yeah. You have a mentor, you have an advisor, you, there's groups of things, people working together on projects, or you're working on your own. Pay, it pay got, for what it you doesn't learn. go f- probably doesn't go four years. You know you can do much less, yeah. probably two. So now you've left home, gone to a place, got le- learned something. Do you think we should do it? Yeah. Can we get it started? Uh, we need a couple million. Okay, if there's anyone out there <laughs> that has a couple, I just think it would be a great idea. I just think it's what I, I it to me it'd be great. There's so much. St- so much great stuff you can learn um, without, you know, and you could, you want to pay for, you know, Berkeley School of Music has unbelievable courses. I want to take them all. Uh, you know, you could, you can't pay a lot of money and get the credential. It's not like you wouldn't be credentialed. You'd, you could get a credential. Mm. Um, or if you don't want to pay a lot of money and you just want to do like the JavaScript tutorial that you're doing, but you still have a place to go live and be with other people so there you go that's my uh vision you know what we're out of time you and i somehow could talk about education forever well that's why we're we got it we got part three we might might turn into four parts oh god all right well because we didn't we 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 got to the the function of high school but we we didn't really necessarily tackle how we change college and i just did i gave you my vision no 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 but you no but you didn't about but to to change that that's a new addition, but not a, not the classical college system. Oh, oh, okay, no, we can that's, do that that's too. That's probably going to be part three. All right, so um, you know what I'm really happy about? What? I just made it through the whole Without podcast, coughing, yeah. and I didn't cough. So as soon as we're done, I'm probably going to have a coughing fit. <laughs> All right, should we? Oh, we didn't do any of our stuff at the beginning. Do you want me to do it now? Uh. Yeah, you can. Okay, so um, if you uh, like our podcast, please uh, rate it on um, iTunes or Stitcher or Overcast or wherever it is that you listen to it. Please tell other people about it. If you have any questions for us or any suggestions for topics or for guests, guests to come on our podcast, you can reach us at. Info at theteamw.com. Info at theteamw.com. We'll be in New York next month. We're um, we're in L.A. right now. We'll be in New York in November. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah. See you soon.